Hi, this is Meatloaf. Okay, kids, you know what time it is? You know what time it is? It's Outlaw Radio Time! This is Sean Young on Outlaw Radio. <laughs> it's Robert Hayes. I'm here on Outlaw Radio with Magic Matt, a.k.a. The Weasel. We are here to drink. We're here to smoke. We're here to interrupt. Hi, this is Chuck Woolery at Lighten Up Lounge on Outlaw Radio. There's lots of fun, guys. Be back. Two and two. Hi, this is Rick Dees with Magic Matt, a.k.a. Mr. Cigar, in the Lighten Up Lounge. We drink. We smoke. We interrupt. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Welcome back to the big furry dog. We're broadcasting. Magic Matt's Outlaw Radio on YouTube, on Rumble.com, on Twitter, and the most fantastic radio stations across the nation. Magic Matt's Outlaw Radio. you got to punch it in that way on uh, the social media sites. And uh, even though we appear there uh, visibly with the great uh, Robert Carradine, you can see that man. He hasn't changed Hello. much. He hasn't changed. He, the man doesn't change. Uh, I wish, I, God darn it, I wish I could jump in the Wayback Machine, go back 20 years, because this social media is not for me. I am not built for this. I miss the old days when if you had to call someone, you had to call them and have a little conversation. And you remember this? Well, Robert Carradine. Well, not only did you have to know their number, yeah. but if, if the phone had a busy signal, they were on it, and if it didn't answer, they weren't home. I mean, <laughs> and then you call the operator, you call the operator and say, I want to make an emergency breakthrough. Yeah. Emergency breakthrough. Remember that? Remember the, oh, yeah. yeah. I did a few of those with some chicks on there. How, how are you with that, Robert? I mean, are you up to date with all this social media? Or do you well, I don't, uh, I don't do the TikTok. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'll post photos on Instagram right. on occasion. Huh? One of the photos I posted was of a residual check that I got for $0.00. And zero cents. Isn't that amazing? 21 million views. Mm, Isn't that nice. amazing? I get those checks for $0.30 cents and I'm, I called them. I'm like, yeah. can you stop these checks because it costs no, you more to send them? No, no. The answer is no. no you know they no. can't. No. Yeah. You frame all of them is yeah, what that, you do. I have a I have a, a complete file folder. <laughs> yeah, but it really, it struck a nerve with the with the general public. They're like, what? Zero dollars and zero cents. Why do they even bother? Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. yeah. And, and of course, that cost, uh, well, now it just went up again. Postage like went up. $65. I, I think it's $65 to send a, an envelope now. Yeah, it's, it's way the hell <laughs> right. up there. Hey, Matt, I got something uh, yeah. I know that Mike Z wants to talk about, too. Lojo. Why are you not on the mic, man? Talk to me. I'm Tattoo talking to Dave. you, baby. I'm okay. talking. Yeah. Lojo from Detroit wants yeah. to know if Matt would ask Robert about his impression of working with the Duke. Well, the answer is no. Okay. Now, let's continue on. Thank you. No, we'll Wait, get... no I'll talk about that. No, no, of course you <laughs> will. We're going to get to the Duke, but first... Oh, okay. But Wh- whoever first... that is, it just... He yeah. just quoted? Yeah, yeah. Hang in there, man. He's yeah. going to let me tell you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, Don't I, leave. Not only Hang will, in there, Robert. Not only will I let him, but I insist on him talking about the Duke, the great John Wayne. But first, your daddy... Your daddy sort of paved the way for the kids. Is it wrong of me to say that in showbiz, but sort of paved the way? Well, you know, I mean, the thing is, is that when David decided he wanted to be an actor, yeah, uh, he actually studied the craft. Yeah. And he did things in New York that you wouldn't do here. Like, uh, he learned how to dance. He learned how to do tap. 
That's I mean, nice. All, he Tri- learned how to sing. Triple threat. Learned how to play piano. I mean, all the stuff that actors used to do back in the day, yeah. they had to know these different skills. Like the aforementioned Jerry Lewis and Dean Martin and Frank Sinatra, those guys. Yep. Yeah, the classics in Hollywood. Yeah, exactly. They and, knew how to do it. Well, anyhow, I think David had it in his heart to be an actor. Right. And uh, I think Keith had it in his heart to be an actor. Yeah. I, on the other hand, did not. You didn't? No. So did you want to be a race car driver? Or what? That, that's exactly. I wanted to be a racing car driver so bad. Yeah. I was on Mulholland Drive every night from oh. the time I was 16. I think we've crossed paths. Oh, man. I'll tell you, I'm just so glad I never killed anybody up there because, yep. you know. Yep. Uh, we had kind of an unwritten rule, me and my other racers up there. Not, in Mulholland not to kill someone? No, just not, not go on the wrong side of the road. Oh, okay, well, that's yeah. smart. So, you know, we, we kept it to one, one side what of the road. What kind of vehicles? Except there's were, that one. There's what that kind one. of cars? Uh, the first car I'd raced up there was a Turner, which is a little uh, British car that's got a uh, four-cylinder Lotus engine in it, wow. and it weighs about 1,200 pounds. Yeah. So it was really quick. Yeah. Yeah, I used to give the uh, the Mini Coopers, which were... Very, very strong up there. It gave them a run for their money. But my real claim to fame was my Corvette. Nice. I had a 69 Corvette. Oh, And uh, I, it was lowered. It had a gold strand suspension Just in it. Just hugged the road, man. And it had a Traco Ooh. 383 in it with 450 oh, horsepower. Oh, my God. <laughs> I mean, this car this car worked. Lightning yeah. on the street, man. Robert, oh, there's yeah. that there's that one little stretch between Coldwater and Laurel, that little three S turns where you can just shoot straight across. So that's what I think you're talking about when you said you agreed to stay in one lane. Or do you well, know no, what? no, if you could see, yeah. if you could see the oncoming traffic, it was okay to use the whole road then. Okay, but you don't go around any Flying kind of corners, a corner where yeah. you can't see the oncoming lane. Yeah. Robert, Robert Carradine, do you feel lucky to be alive? Yes, you do. Yes, absolutely. Your uh, back to back to your father, uh, the great John Carradine. He said there were three types of drunks, right? And he told you this <laughs> when you were a child. Not when I was a child. I think in my teens. All right. He was like, son, there's three kinds of drunks. Yeah. There's the mean drunk, the happy drunk, and the sad drunk. Right. Yeah. That's it. And <laughs> and which which one which one were you if you if you consider yourself a, a drunk at some point? I was a happy drunk. You were. Yeah. yeah. See, that's beautiful. Yeah. My dad. He was a sad drunk. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Wow. Yeah. It's yeah. funny because Marty appears to be all three. Is that my brother? <laughs> <laughs> I've got all three. It's yeah. all right. <laughs> I got to tell you, you know, Tattoo Dave, uh, you know, he doesn't say a lot, but what he does, boy, you are spot on, my friend. <laughs> yeah, that hey, is I'm beautiful. not going to deny it, all right? So your first, so Robert Carradine's, uh, okay, so your, your, your brother David, he wanted to be an actor, and he, he trained, and he was in New York, and he did all that. Yes. You didn't, but you wanted to be a race car driver, so how does a Robert Carradine then find himself in the world of thespianism? Well, I was living with my brother David. I had been going to the Ojai Valley School, and it was the end of my sixth year. I was in the 10th grade, and my dad told me, son, you're going to go live with your brother. Right. And I was like, uh, but I want to stay here. Dad. <laughs> yeah. He says, no, son, you'll get a good education at Hollywood High. Mm. So I moved in with my brother, David, and that's pretty much when my education, my formal education stopped and my real education started. <laughs> meaning life education, meaning life. street education. Yeah. You know, a little pot, yeah. some LSD trips. Yeah. Uh, peyote, I think, once, which was really far out. Wow. That's peyote, man. I've peyote. done mushrooms, but I've never done peyote, dude. I never did mushrooms. Uh, yeah. I did mushrooms. 
Yeah, I haven't done any of that stuff. See, see what I'm missing? Yeah, I, I'm missing but anyhow, you, you to get back yet. to your question, yes, uh, uh, the Cowboys came along, and uh, David had been offered the Bruce Dern role, and he said, "No, I'm not going to shoot John Wayne in the back. You know, I'll be hated." And uh, Bruce, he said, let Bobby do it. Bruce didn't give a <laughs> shit. Right. And then uh, he said, but you know, there's a bunch of cowboys. They're actual boys. You should go meet these guys. And I go, no, no, I don't want to meet them. He goes, no, go on and meet them. You got everything to gain and nothing to lose. And I paused and I thought, everything to gain and nothing to lose. Yeah, okay. Yeah. What the fuck? What the so hell? Yeah. Off I went to meet these people. Uh, I was skinny as a rail. The role was a character named Slim. And the scene that they chose was a scene where I had to read out of a poetry book in front of John Wayne, his character in the movie. And needless to say, I was scared shitless. And it, it came across very real. Did you, you, you did not find the Duke to be a racist or some piece of crap in any way, shape or form, did you? Well, except when he called me fag, I didn't like that. <laughs> <laughs> that is not. Hey, uh, by the way, Robert, that has nothing to do with race. All Got right, it. okay, absolutely <laughs> nothing to do with race. But did you adore the man? Was he a good man to be around on a set? He was great. I mean, we had a couple of run-ins right out of the gate. Yeah, uh, we were shooting a scene. We'd only been on location a week, and it's a scene where all the cowboys are sitting on this fence uh, of a corral. And we're supposed to try to ride this bucking horse till we stay on the horse for eight seconds. And then he'll think about hiring us come hiring time. So anyhow, the kids are riding the horse one after another. And I guess we're about the fifth kid in. And A. Martinez shows up who's playing uh, this really pissed off Mexican guy. And he jumps on the horse and he rides the horse to the point where the horse is backing up and doing spins. He totally breaks the horse and he hauls ass over to the fence and he gives the reins to the next kid. He goes, here, boy, maybe you can ride him now. And the kid comes off of the fence on top of A. Martinez. Well, as soon as that happens, I come off of the fence and try to beat up A. Martinez. Okay. And uh, the Duke breaks us up and he looks at me. He says, you get back on that fence where you belong. Now you to A. Martinez, right? right, right. I said, well, hold on a second, Mr. Wayne. I I'm the head kid. <laughs> I don't think you should tell me to get on the fence where I belong. I think I'm a you should just tell me to get on the fence. I'm a Carradine. Well, I know. I that, know. That's how he started. Okay. Jesus Christ, Carradine, you're a bigger ham than your old man ever was. <laughs> Is that right? John Wayne said that. He chewed me out. Oh. He reduced me to tears. Oh, yeah. Oh. Well, sometimes that, that's good. Well, that... I was only 16, man. Okay. And he's a big dude. He was six foot four. <laughs> All right. And he's John Wayne. Yeah. Hold on. I'm still caught up on the fact that A. Martinez, they actually had a Mexican guy playing a Mexican guy. Yeah, yeah. That doesn't well, really happen Yeah, anymore. you can't do that anymore. Well, yeah. Well, yeah, no, yeah. that's all you can do. No, yeah, that's, that's, that's all what you, you have to do now. Well, no, but you they don't do it. Now you have to be Mexican yeah. to play Mexican. Yeah, you do. Yeah, that's... Well, that's why Hugh Grant is playing a midget in uh, The Wizard of Art, whatever it is. Exactly. Yeah, because... Typecasting. Because, because Hugh Grant, <laughs> of course, is a, is a midget. Now, on the Cowboys, in this movie that we've been talking about, which is a... I guess one of the great films of all time, right, Mike Z? 100%. Yeah, I mean, just one of the greatest. If you have a kid today, a boy, yeah. anywhere in the age range from like 9 to 16 years old. They should watch it? Watch oh, that movie. Yeah. 100%. All right. Uh, <laughs> now, but don't, but don't necessarily watch it for a man that I used to run into at the smokehouse in, uh, in Burbank across from Warner Brothers, a... a 
classic old steak joint, still there, still serves some great prime rib. Clooney's hanging out. And I, I would run into a man there at the end of the bar, and he would always be holding court and looking around for young boys. And Roscoe Lee Brown. Boom, you knew exactly who I was talking about. <laughs> no, that impression was very good. Oh, thank you. Thank you. And Roscoe Lee Brown, he was uh, in uh, the uh, Cowboys with you. Uh-oh. Now, with all those young bucks abound, did did you find him, Roscoe? Roscoe, and by the way, God rest his soul. Yes, absolutely. But Roscoe Lee, great actor, as a matter of fact. But did you find him, or maybe you don't want to talk about this, was he hitting on young boys? He wasn't a pedophile. Yeah, okay, he was not. No, he just, he liked men. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that's uh, all. Okay, yeah, good. no big deal. Not yeah. that there's anything wrong with that. No, well, there's there's a lot to uh, wrong with being a pedophile, but being homosexual, I think you're born that way as a guy. I think every woman is bisexual, nine uh, tequilas in. I have a th- I have a theory about that. <laughs> wait, wait, is it? It's probably a theory we share, Robert Kerry. No, it's not a we share. Okay, okay go. Back, back in the olden days, you know, like yeah. like the uh, the, cru- the Crusades and all that, shit, right? Yeah. All the men would go off to war. Yeah. And all the chicks are stuck back yeah. at base Wait. camp. Because the men are all gone, mm-hmm. the women, you know, would need some loving. And they would love mm-hmm. each other. Oh, wow. It's been happening for thousands wow. of years. Wow. Or the boys. No, I do understand it's been happening for for myriad years, especially when I see those, uh, I see those old 1920s and 1930s and 40s. Uh, beautiful women in the movies, and I'm thinking that they, even though it goes back so far, many of those luscious women probably dabbled, uh, right? Don't you? I'd like I, to I, I, I wouldn't say so. No. You don't? No, I don't think so. Well, I've, that's not what I've no, read. They were too Robert? too busy uh, jamming movie stars. <laughs> okay, so they, yeah, they were taking care of biz to get ahead in the business. Uh, some things have never changed. They were taking care of head to get ahead. Hey, in the yeah, see that? That's Robert Carradine. Huh? That's, that's not happening. That's Robert Carradine. <laughs> but but <laughs> I'm so glad you are the man you are, man. I, 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 this guy's awesome. <laughs> you are uh, you are the son of actress and artist uh, Sonia Sorrell, um, and uh, and of course actor John Carradine, and uh, so many actors uh, in one family. Uh, brother of Christopher and Keith Carradine, late David Carradine. Um, man, was that maternal half brother of Mike Bowen? Of uh, Mike Bowen. Yeah. I know him. Yeah, he's the guy that was uh, Uncle Jack on Breaking Bad. Oh, oh that was it. Oh, that, wow. Beautiful. That was my brother, man. Oh, man, because I, I, I love that. I love that That, that was a great, uh, the great final six episodes. He was Uncle Jack. Wow. And, and of course, uh, you're uh, the late uh, David Carradine. Um, you were in a, a kung fu, at least one. And then, I was only in, no, I was in one of the and original, then a return, and then and a re- then when he when he did the return of kung fu, I did two of those. Did you worry about him? Did you worry about him? I mean, you you're his bro. You know who he is, and I'm not, and I, I don't know who he is. I don't know what he did. I know what I've heard, but I mean, did you worry about him staying alive? Not at all. No, no. His thing when he was shooting the original series was LSD. Oh, no kidding. He wasn't drinking. But I'll tell you what, there's plenty of episodes where he was taking a trip. Is that right? Is is that right? In the show. Yeah. And I remember one time, 
uh, Gary Busey came in to do a guest spot, yeah. and he goes bounding into David's trailer, and there's this you know quart jug of orange juice sitting there, oh and he takes a big old hit off the orange juice and puts it back down. He goes, "Hey, Dave, how you doing?" And Dave says, "You know that's electric, right?" And he goes, electric? What's electric? Oh, God. <laughs> You'll see. This, ex- this explains a lot. Oh, see, <laughs> see, see, I don't know what electric means. So it that- means it was laced with LSD. Oh, yeah. wow. And what David would, would do is he would nip on that thing all day long. Oh, wow. So he's microdosing all friggin' day. Yeah. Yeah. Just to keep the... Yep. Yep. Yeah, wow. I'm having so much fun because I've seen interviews with you talking about different films, but I've never heard any of these stories. <laughs> it's yeah. fantastic. Well, great. the one yeah. the one thing that, uh, as I pointed out in the beginning of the show today, is Robert Carradine is real. He will tell you what's on his mind, uh, whether you like it or not. And uh, and I believe he's one of the last uh, honest dudes in the biz these oh, days. Oh, thank you, man. I love that. Yeah, but you but you are, man. And, yeah, you are. And this is why I, I love you. I love you dearly. How about this? Okay, showbiz wise, uh, supposedly they're getting it together. The screenwriters uh, guild and the union and the thing and the the whole strike. Mm-hmm. And so, what is your thought on this? Does that make you happy that they're getting it together? Do you do you not give an ass? It makes me happy, but the thing that bums me out is that I'll get as little work after the strike ends <laughs> as I got during it. Okay. <laughs> well, on your IMDb, I saw a bunch of stuff that just sort of hang in there that you've already shot, and and fairly cur- current stuff. Yeah, I'm working on one right now with a really good friend of mine, Ben Solenberger. Yeah. And it's called uh, uh, Cowboy Killers, a love story. And okay. uh, we're having a blast. Well, you do have great uh, comedic timing, and that's, I, I think it's much more difficult to do comedy in movies than it is drama. I, I do. I, in order to really understand that timing and that beat, we were talking about Jerry Lewis earlier, and it's a timing and it's a beat. Yes. No, it, you absolutely have to have it. Yeah. Well, it, d- it's not something that can be taught. So, so you're saying that it is innate in you? No, I'm not. I just... Huh? I, sh- I say shit and people laugh. <laughs> <laughs> but once again, that is that is timing. That is an innateness. You know, you either feel it and you know it or you don't. Well, my brother Keith says I'm a funny F dot dot. What? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, because, because you are, because you say what's on your mind, but... No, mother. But I, I'll tell you what I love about Robert <laughs> is, is that, that, by and large, 99.9% of the time, of the, the times I've spent with Robert, he doesn't say stupid crap. You know, he doesn't say stupid crap. And his stories are not only salient, but interesting. And you can tell they're sincere and, it's, and real, yeah. It's, oh, once you learn how to be sincere, man, that's the biggest part of showbiz. Okay, well, here's the continuation of the John Wayne <laughs> yes. uh, getting on his uh, crap list. Okay. Uh, it was another couple of weeks later, and it's another scene where I get in a fight with A. Martinez. Yeah. And A. Martinez pulls a knife. And the Duke kicks the knife out of his hand. He kicks A. Martinez off of his ranch. He turns back to all the cowboys because we're all wearing guns at this point because yeah. we've been hired to right. take the cattle to, to market. And uh, he says, all right, all of you that's that's holding anything that will shoot, and I don't care if it's a pea shooter, you put it in the back of that wagon. And he points to this wagon. And uh, at the end of this sequence, the littlest kid has the biggest gun. Yeah. And there's a little tag to the scene. Well, I'm, you know, a very thinking actor at this point on my first movie. <laughs> and uh, I had my uh, 
my uh, holster tied down to my leg, but the, the lanyard that ties it to your leg was too short mm. to have a bow, so I had to put a square knot in it. <laughs> and so, you know, the moment comes where we have to turn in our guns, and I'm, I'm struggling to get this knot undone, <laughs> and I finally get it undone, and I've got my gun in my hand, and I'm still thinking, right? Yeah. I finally got my dad's gun. I'm going to be really bummed out to turn it in, and I'm swaggering into this this scene to put the gun on the wagon and the duke has already started the tag of the scene with the little kid because i got there late he's just waiting until the last kid walks by he didn't know that i was still coming and i walked by him and i'm swaggering and i hit him on the stomach with my elbow as i threw the gun on the back of the wagon well that did not go well oh <laughs> yeah yeah you hit the duke I bumped him on the stomach. Yeah? Yeah. And he didn't like that? No, I, I got chewed out worse than the first time. <laughs> <laughs> you Carradines! You son of a bitch in Carradines. I never liked your family. Yeah, But but after all is said and done, do you like that? Does the memory of John Wayne, does that do your heart good? Oh, yes. Okay. Oh, yes. And in fact, uh, uh, at the end of the film, there is a rap party at the stage in Warner Brothers, and uh, there is a stack of 8x10s of the Duke. And all the kids are lined up, and they're grabbing an 8x10, and the Duke is signing the 8x10 for the kids. Right. And I'm the last one in line, as usual. <laughs> and I pick up the photo, and I hand it to, uh, to John Wayne. And he takes a photo, and he looks at me, and he goes, Carradine, you stupid son of a bitch. I just made a movie with you. <laughs> <laughs> why are you in line? That's so awful. Why did I just make a movie? Oh, Actually, he didn't say movie. He said picture. Oh, I just of made a picture with you. Of course. So you, so you're That's around. Awesome. You're around. All, you're around all these guns <laughs> now. You in your sixties, if you don't mind me saying, Robert Carradine. Uh, did did you find a fascination uh, enough to learn how to handle guns? Oh and yeah. Maybe. maybe in fact, Hit but, the shooting range? Absolutely. When the movie finished up, I went immediately to uh, this gun store in Beverly Hills. I can't remember the name of it. Probably not there anymore. No, it's not there anymore. Yeah, definitely but, not. But yeah. I bought a single-action Colt. Nice. And it was engraved, and uh, it was beautiful. Mm. And it was like $700. You said which, it was. You don't have it anymore? No, I don't have that one anymore. Right. I still have a few, but right. not that one. Right. Yeah. And then I went to another gun store, because this gun was so old, I couldn't shoot it. Yeah. And I wanted to shoot it. So I got another pistol out at a gun shop in the valley, and uh, I even got involved in uh, a fast draw competition shooting. No way! No way! That's awesome. And I went with this guy that got me into it out to Arizona, and uh, we're 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 shooting live ammo. But but, at targets, were you good? Yeah, I was like uh, second or third at the end of the first day. Son of a bitch, man! But the second day, yeah, I accidentally let one of those bullets go in front of my leg oh, and no. there's a line in the in the sand that if a bullet goes between you and that line you're disqualified so anyhow i pulled the hammer back and it fell oh. i didn't even touch the so trigger. accidental discharge did oh, you it was accidental discharge. Went off half cocked yeah yeah, yeah that, well, because the way you do fast drives you knock the pistol out of the holster mm. with the hammer yeah and in a perfect world it'll stay there right i, 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 was, yeah. I did cowboy action shooting as well yeah i was telling that in the break yeah were you uh, mike z were you a fast draw guy i can do it yeah i still have the rig and everything but this man was number two i mean this, i know on his second day i mean that, that's pretty that's pretty heavy stuff and are you 
you're still doing it to this day? You're still? Well, I don't. I don't know that they have that competition anymore. Right, but I'm you now would. A member of Single Action Shooting Society. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I didn't keep my dues up. I'm I Pine Box Mike was my name. <laughs> Mine was Bob Younger. <laughs> Bob Younger. Yeah. AKA Robert Carradine. We'll be this after back on the big uh, voracious dog o broadcasting. Easy for you to say. Magic Matt's <laughs> Outlaw Radio on uh, Rumble.com and YouTube and Twitter and the greatest radio stations in the nation. Thanks for being there. Outlaw, outlaw.